Welcome in once again, Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And before we get to the show this week, I wanted to let you know that I love Skype. Skype has literally, well, first of all, allowed me to do this podcast, and second, to be able to talk to leaders all over the world. But having said that, Skype sometimes has a mind of its own, and you'll notice in a grouping of interviews coming up here, including this one, there's some minor audio hits. So the quality is a little lower than it usually is. However, it's all still airable, and I know you're going to enjoy the episode, and the episode is Ruth Mahoney. That's our guest. She is successful, to say the least. Ruth is the Capital Region President for Key Bank. And if you are looking for a similar outcome in your career, then listen as Ruth breaks down how to be a great leader. Episode number 87 starts now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Bolitnikoff, and this is a special group of interviews that I'm doing right now because all the guests that I have in this little section are at the Hudson Valley New York. They're in Hudson Valley, New York, I should say, for the Athena Conference, the Athena International Conference happening October 21st and 22nd. I'm lucky enough right now to have Ruth Mahoney on as a guest right now. And I'll give you a little bit about her bio, but I want to bring her in as soon as possible. And Ruth is the market president, capital region of the re- and regional retail executive at uh, Key Bank. And I hope I said that right. But Ruth is going to correct me one way or the other. And uh, <laughs> she's a member of the executive council of Key Corp. And you've got deep ties to Athena. You're going to be speaking today as we record this. It's Monday, October 21st. You're going to be speaking at 2 p.m. developing a personal money mindset panel. And you're also a Athena award winner from the Dutchess County Chamber of Commerce. And Ruth, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for spending some time away from the conference with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jeff. It's great to be with you. Uh, It's awesome to have you. So let's talk about first your career. And I want to give the mic to you. You've got a lot of accomplishments and just and obviously you're very high up in your in the bank and what you do there but i'd love you to talk have you talk about what brought you to this point and then also what you do and then uh, a little side note for me hopefully i didn't butcher your title too bad <laughs> as we started not at all. Not at all. So Jeff, thanks so much. I, I have a really interesting journey and uh, I do call it that when I talk to you know my family and the kids. So I'm an immigrant from Ireland. I came to the Hudson Valley, in fact, to a college called Marist College. Uh, which is about five minutes from where the conference is today. And I came here in a basketball scholarship. I grew up in Ireland with six foot three and everybody thought it was a good idea for me to play basketball. So I did. So it led me to Marist from a business degree and four years of playing ball at Marist. I uh, moved to Albany to go work for Key Corp, uh, headquartered in Albany at the time. And that was where, you know, my banking career really started. I went through a management, a training program for a year 
And then being the kind of person who always loves challenge, uh, wanted to be uh, a national salesperson working on our large corporate clients and travel the country promoting key corps, you know, cash management services to those large corporations. Listen, I've, I've had a, a career that's taken me through many different roles, mostly leadership roles after a short period of time. I, I was always a leader on the basketball court and naturally wanted to lead in whatever business I was in at Key. So I, I had a couple of different positions of increasing leadership responsibility and uh, spent 20 of those years in the wealth management space working with high net worth clients and their families, which was incredibly rewarding. And uh, about two years ago, you know, Key had asked me to uh, take on this regional retail executive role, which is a, a wonderful business where I actually, you know, run the retail uh, or branch, you know, business for Key in the market and uh, did spend uh, about six or seven years as market president of the Hudson Valley for Key in the Metro New York area, which is how I became to be an Athena with the Dutchess County Chamber and uh, obviously have very strong ties to this market. So it's great to be back for the conference. So in a snapshot, that's kind of, you know, where the career has brought me. I, I did spend 10 of those years at Fleet Bank and Bank of America and came back home to Key about 14, you know, almost 15 years ago, which is hard to believe, and uh, have been there ever since. Okay, let's talk about athletics and what that has meant for your career, because I've interviewed athletes before and they say that kind of the teamwork and the preparation and all of the hard work that you have to do to be an athlete, especially at the college level and beyond, is really a good preparation for the business world. So what did your athletic career mean to you as far as your business career? I would say that my athletic career, you know, prepared me for pretty much everything I've, I've experienced along the way in my corporate life. So I started playing basketball at a young age and learned the lessons of, you know, hard work, determination, competing. Those were the early days, right? And then when I came to Marist and took it to a whole new level playing Division One, certainly became a lot more competitive. And I learned more lessons. I learned a lot about how to be really resilient. I learned a lot about how to prepare for a game in terms of strategy, right? What is that going to look like? How are we going to execute that strategy? And then how's the team going to perform, you know, to get that get that accomplished, which is the win, of course, and understanding a team dynamics, you know, who, who, who plays what role, understanding how to lead a team, how to inspire and get, get a team excited about, you know, winning a game is really the same as it is in business, right? If you're, uh, you know, you're chasing a, a new piece of business or proposal or something, it's, it's the same thing. So I have to say all those lessons have really prepared me for my leadership roles in banking. Obviously, the topic's a little different because it's banking, it's not basketball, but playing a team sport was really good for me in so many different ways. I, I, I could talk about that for a long time, but I do believe that sports and athletes, whatever level you play at, right, whether it's high school or college, really prepares people very well for the corporate world, for being your own owner of your own business, et cetera, because you need all those skills to be successful. And I should mention, too, that part of your bio has that you are a member of the 1987 uh, Women's Junior 
national basketball team for That's right. Ireland. So that is pretty impressive. So you obviously <laughs> were a really good player and uh, definitely had to do a lot of preparation and sacrifice and hard work to get to the level you are at. So let's talk about getting to the next level in your career. You've all obviously risen through the ranks and gotten yourself into a great position right now. And what are some of the key things that really helped you along the way as far as mindset and what you did on a daily basis to really make yourself a success? Yeah, that's a great question, Jeff. I do believe that, you know, consistency is an important skill to have and and something that's really important in corporate life. So being consistent with those around you and the people who work for you is important. Being an open book, which I absolutely am in terms of, you know, the vision, the business, the strategy, how we're going to get there. Those are all things that I learned along the way through my basketball career and have served me very well and serve me very well today. I'm kind of a hands-on type of a person, you know, to meet people in person, look them in the eye and talk to them and develop relationships with them. So at the end of the day, all of the things we're talking about, for me, it's about the relationships I have developed with people and will continue to develop with people. So today in my world, if you're a teller in a branch who, you know, welcomes and greets clients, as they walk into the branch, that person's really important for me to know and understand and know what, you know, why they come to work every day, what makes them tick. So the relationships at the end of the day, doesn't matter if, if it's your employees, your clients, your community. I think it's probably one of the most important skills to be able to develop great relationships and maintain them over the course of many years. And let's dig into that about knowing people and why they're coming to work and kind of their motivations and all those things. Because I think you're right. As a leader, you really have to know the whys of the people that you are working with. And I'm assuming that you are thinking of people that work at KeyBank and all the different subsidiaries that they work with you as opposed to working for you. So tell me how you do get to know these people, especially as busy as you are, and what you have found has been really important about doing that. Yeah, I mean, the relationships we're talking about, Jeff, are up, up, down, and across in the organization, and they're all the people that I work with. And I do try to be as visible with them as much as possible, whether it's just walking the floors, going into the branches and visiting the branches, whether it's hosting town hall meetings, you know, where I get a chance to kind of talk to them about where the business is going and how we're doing and recognizing people for a great job that they've done. I also do connection sessions and focus groups and all of those different things, right? To sit down with employees and say, hey, how are we doing? You know, what's on your mind? And I always commit to them that if there's anything I can fix that's, that they're worried about or is bothering them, that I'll fix it. And especially if it's something local, there's always latitude for me or the ability for me as market president to do things locally that don't have to be implemented across the entire country. And when then when you deliver on some of those things, that really matters to employees. And it runs the gamut, right? We've got a lot of very diverse employees who come from a lot of different backgrounds who are just juggling with a lot of different things before they come to work, when they leave work, when they're at work. And my job is really to make sure we have an environment where they can come, bring their careers to key 
and feel like they're part of what's going on at Keith. So they feel like they're included and they feel like we have that kind of an open culture and environment for them to thrive in. And it's really the same same theory that I just explained applies to our community. It's kind of the same way we think about the community, you know, meet them where they are and then figure out how we can help and support them. Part of being a leader is not only having the conversations where you're offering to help them fix things or meeting them where they're at and understanding what they're going through, but also being able to have those tough conversations, the honest conversations. What do you think is the best way to approach those types of conversations with people that maybe need a course correction? Yes, there's always people who need a course correction. And what I always try to do is if I know the employee, if I know the person, if I've had previous conversations with them, kind of use that as a foundation for the tough conversation. And a lot of times with the tough conversation, it's really just about helping the employee understand what the issue is, right? Whether it's an issue they've created or someone around them's created or whatever the case may be, and trying to course correct. And I've spent a lot of years coaching on the basketball floor. So I know what that sounds like and looks like. And sometimes I can show, (laughs) show a person what that looks like. And sometimes I just tie it back to my own experiences and times when, you know what, I haven't been so perfect. And I always say that to them, listen, I don't claim to be perfect. I've made my own share of mistakes. Here's what I've learned from them. And I'm going to share that with you so that it can help you as you proceed in your career. And let's fix this one thing that we're talking about right now. And here's some ideas on how you can do that. So I try to be solutions orientated. I try to be very fair. I try to be very even when I'm having those conversations and try to meet the employee where they're at so that they understand that I actually truly have their best interests at heart and I'm trying to help them. All right, let's pivot. And I would not forgive myself if I didn't ask you this question (laughs) because you are at the Athena International Conference right now. You have won an Athena Award back in 2016, and we're talking off the air, and you're very proud of that. So tell me, A, what the award meant to you, and then B, what Athena means to you. Yeah, so the the award came at a time in my career where I knew about Athena, and I had always admired those women that I had known to be awardees. And I love the eight principles of Athena. Uh, And they resonate with me. They've always resonated with me very strongly. They align beautifully with my core values as a person. When I got the call from from the chamber one day to say, hey, you know, you've been nominated and we're going to recognize you as an Athena, I was really proud of that. I came to the award ceremony. It was amazing. I was recognized with all these other incredible women. So I'm very proud of that. And I'm very proud of what Athena stands for because It is a leadership model for women that holds the eight principles in high regard. And I like to think that I'm one of those women and I try to live my life and be that kind of leader. So it it does mean a lot to me. And is there anything else when you are, you're at the Athena conference right now and you're preparing to speak, what are some things that are kind of going through your head as far as what you want to share with people? Like, how do you want people at the conference to feel Athena like you're feeling Athena? Back with our guest answer in just a second. You know, podcasts, if you're ever interested in doing one yourself, are affordable, but they do have expenses to them. And this podcast is no exception. 
we would really appreciate your support. Now, if it can't be monetary, then please share it or tell someone about it. You can help us grow. But if you can afford $5 a month or $10 a month, that would be appreciated. And you'll get something back for your support. $5 patrons get extras from our guest where they answer three additional questions. $10 patrons get what $5 patrons do, but they also get the podcast before anyone else. Please consider becoming a patron by visiting the top of womenreallymeanbusiness.com. And if you have questions, contact me. Thanks for thinking about this. <laughs> Let's get back to the podcast. I love that question. So, so one of the biggest principles of Athena is, you know, is to give back. Another is to raise other women up. And I think that's the epitome of A, the conference today and tomorrow, and also anybody who's volunteered or been volunteered to participate and share the goodness that they have to share with the attendees is really somebody who's willing to pay it forward, right? Willing to give back to other women. Somebody said this morning, it's about using our power for good. And I do believe that. So that's that's the reason why I'm here. That's the reason why I blocked out the calendar to contribute and anything I can do to give back and help lift other women up is worth its weight in gold to me. And of course, as you're hearing this right now, you've missed this particular Athena conference, but that's okay because this is a yearly event and you can keep going to athenainternational.org. And of course, womenreallymeanbusiness.com will always keep you informed on the next conference and you should not miss it. That's for sure. So Ruth, let's wander into our last few questions here. And the the first one, of course, will be resources. And I'd like to hear some resources that you might recommend to people can really enhance their career, enhance their life. What are some things you think folks should plug into? I would say first and foremost for people to find uh, good mentors as they go through their career is really important. And uh, they come in many different shapes and sizes and they're not necessarily the person that you work for. Uh, I think of a mentor as somebody, uh, A, that you admire and has something that perhaps you don't have, whether it's a skill set or a knowledge in a particular you know, topic, um, and that can share that with you and help make you a better person at the end of the day. So first of all, finding a good mentor or mentors, because you, having a variety of them is probably a very valuable strategy. And then being a mentor, giving back, obviously we talked about that a couple of minutes ago about how important that is. Secondly, surrounding yourself with women who are like-minded, who are willing to, you know, work hard, have the same core values as you do, and are willing to lift other women up is really important. It's too easy to surround yourself with people who don't have the same values and who might perhaps try to tear you down versus lift you up. And you've got to be very thoughtful about who those people are and, and how you leverage them. And then the third thing I would say is network, network, network. You know, at every opportunity, seek out, you know, other women and men to be quite honest, whether it's at business events, community events, conferences like the Athena one, and just build your network so that you uh, get to a point where you have a lot of resources at your fingertips should you, need, should you need to use them. All right, final question. I always like to start with our guest and then end with our guest. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pass the mic over to you and have you take this podcast out in any direction that you want to go. In fact, you can address our audience right now and tell them whatever you would like to. So Ruth, the microphone is yours. Well, I thank you, Jeff. So what I wanted to share with the audience today was a little bit more about my journey and put it in context for my career. And if you're somebody who aspires to a higher level in your career and 
or whether you want to start your own company, whatever it is. You know, I came to the United States as an immigrant in 1987 with two suitcases in my hand and I actually didn't plan on staying in the United States. But through the course of different opportunities that were provided to me over the course of many years and opportunities that I took full advantage of and having great relationships, which we talked about a couple of minutes ago, and having a great network and having family and friends who were willing to support me at every turn, I've actually... Uh, you know, gone on record to say that I am living and have lived the American dream and I have been able to make life better for the next generation and my family. And I'm very proud of that. So it can be done. And I would encourage, you know, any any little girls out there who are listening, it can be done. If you just set your mind to it and you have a dream, go follow it and don't let anybody tell you you can't. Well, Ruth Mahoney, the market president, Capital Region, Regional Retail Executive, Key Bank, and member, Executive Council, Key Corp. And hey, it took me 20 minutes or so, but I got your title right. So. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Uh, good job. Right. You get a yeah. gold star for the day. But hey, all kidding aside, though, thank you so much for your time. I know it's limited. You have a lot going on and you're very busy at the conference. So thank you for spending some time with us and really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, we have something different for you. A first, the first dual interview in the history of this podcast. Paula Brown Stafford and Lisa T. Grimes are executive coaches with a different approach because defining who you are and highlighting your personal brand is a key driver of success in your career. Be prepared to think differently. And here's a bit from both of them. We've received really very positive feedback. We set out to share with young professional women, primarily is what we set out to do, to share our stories and to help maybe make it a little easier for someone else by hearing some of our tried and, and true and painful challenges along the way. Um, one of the other things that we did in the part of like helping young career women and really helping women. We've had a lot of feedback from women in all stages of their career, figuring out their personal brand. We're all pretty familiar with corporate brands and the groups that we affiliate with, but we don't often think about our personal brand and really work to make sure that we are living our personal brand each day. We would love to have you connect with us on social media. We have a Facebook group, a Facebook page, and a LinkedIn page. So put Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International into your Facebook or LinkedIn search bar and please join and help us positively shape this podcast.